بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم مسلم كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد أبدا سترز في أنبياء ستوريز أو الصحابة رضوان الله عليهم المعين I want to talk to you today about one of the greatest of them and one of my favorites and that is Abu Dhar Ghifari Abu Dhar Ghifari is one of the first he is one of the one of the first of the people to accept Islam he came from the tribe called Ghifar and Ghifar used to live uh, close to Makkah on the way north from Makkah so the, the road going to Sham and they were on that, there was a, a pass and they used to live there. And they used to levy tax on caravans going north. So they became quite wealthy because of this tax. And uh, also once in a while they used to raid the caravans. So they were not, they didn't have a great reputation. Now in this tribe was Abu Zarqifari and what we know about Abu Dhar Ghifari was that in the time of idolatry, when people were worshipping idols and so on and so on, Abu Dhar Ghifari remained free from this. And he was known to be somebody who hated all forms of idolatry. So one day he heard that there was somebody who had come in Medina and he was announcing a new religion based on the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So he sent his brother, whose name was Anis. He sent Anis, he said, go to Makkah, find out who is this person. And find out all about him. And then come back and tell him. So Anis went and he uh, spent some time in Makkah. He came back and he said to him that this is Muhammad wasallam from the Banu Hashim. And uh, the Banu Abdul Muttalib. And he has brought this religion. He is talking about the worship of Allah alone without any partners. And uh, then he also had memorized a few of the ayat of the Quran which Nabi Sallallahu had received until then. So he also recited those and said this is what he's saying. And then he said to him but be very careful of the Quraysh because they are all his mortal enemies. So Abu Dhar Ghifari was not satisfied with this. So he said, I will go and see. So he went. Obviously he knew that the Quraysh were, uh, you know, uh, were, were hostile. So he says that he went and he simply just went and he stayed around the Kaaba. Hoping to meet Rasulullah or somebody who could lead him to the Prophet the complication was that he did not know who to ask because if he asked someone and it turns out to be an enemy, then he is in trouble. So he said, I just stayed around the Kaaba. Uh, he ran out of food. So he used to drink only Zamzam. And he stayed there for a month drinking only Zamzam. And he said, I put on weight. When he, yeah, he said, my, my stomach came over my belt. So he put on weight. 
when later on when he mentioned this to Rasulullah Sallam, Rasulullah Sallam said, Zamzam is food. It's not just water, it's Zamzam is food. One day he was lying down, sleeping, and Sayyidina Ali Radhiallahu who passed by him, and he saw he's a stranger, so he woke him up, he said, you come with me to my house. So he took him to the house. Abu Dhar went, Radhiallahu, he didn't say anything. Sayyidina Ali took him home, he fed him, and he slept in his house and so on, and then next morning again he left, he went back to the Kaaba. Sayyidina Ali went for his work, whatever he had. That, uh, that evening when Sayyidina Ali Radhiallahu came back, Past the Kaaba, again this man is there. So he woke him up. He said, this is, he said, a man should know his house. What is this? Meaning, he said, you are my guest. So my house is your house. Why are you here? Now this is the, see the, see the akhlaq of the people. See how they were. Some stranger one day invited him home. He said, why are you here? You should have come straight home to my house. Why, why are you still? He said, a man should know his house. Anyway, so he took him. Uh, this happened for two or three days. Then one day, Sayyidina Ali asked him, he said, what is the story? Why are you here? Right? Every day I see you go to the Kaaba, you come back and I bring you here. And what, what's the story? So Abu Dhar Ghifari said, look, I don't know, should I ask you? I don't know who you are, what you are. Uh, but I have come to meet somebody called Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Sayyidina Ali said, you came to the right place and you came to the right man. Tomorrow I will leave my house and I will walk ahead and you follow me at a distance and you come and when you enter, see me enter one house, you come inside. And if there is any danger, I will signal to you, then you go away. I don't follow me. So nothing happened. He followed him and he went into Baitul Arqam where Rasulullah was there. And when he met Rasulullah Sallallahu Abu Dhar Ghifari had already accepted Islam in his heart because he knew what it was, right? So he, he did not need any convincing. When he met Rasulullah Sallallahu he said, As-salamu alayka ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam replied, Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So the, 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 the scholars of, of Sirah, they have said that this is the first time that Salam alaykum wa rahmatullah was said by anybody and this became the greeting in Islam. And Abu Dhar Ghifari is the one who first said it. And he said it to Nabi Then he accepted Islam and the hand of Rasulullah And he also, Nabi taught him about Islam. What is Islam and so on. And he taught him, see the, 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 the thing for us to understand here is that there is something which distinguishes Islam from everything else. So what is that thing? That is Tawheed. Right? Everyone worships somebody, something. I mean, people who are, I'm not talking about atheists and so on, they don't, but people who follow some faith, they, they follow, they, they, they worship some God. What distinguishes, what distinguishes Islam is this purity of Tawheed, which is that there is no one worthy of worship except Allah. And there is no one that we seek help from except Allah. So Rasulullah taught him this, Alhamdulillah. And then he said to him, don't mention this to anybody, keep this secret. But Abu Dhar was the kind of man, he said, no, 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 I have to, I'm going to go and announce this in the Kaaba, in, in front of the Haram. He said, no, I cannot keep quiet. So Nabi Sallallahu kept silent, he, he kept silent, he didn't say don't go, but he also didn't say anything, so he kept silent. 
Abu Dhar Ghaffari went there and obviously what had to happen happened. The people, there was Abu Jahl was there and others were there. They literally sort of, they, you know, jumped on top of him and they beat him up very badly. He was badly injured, he was bleeding. Abbas bin Abdul Muttal, he was there and he came and he literally lay down on top of Abu Dhar to protect him. Even then they were trying to beat him. Abbas said, look, this man is from the Banu Ghifar and they are on your trade route. You kill him, they will finish you. No caravan will be able to go out of Makkah. So then they stopped beating him. Abu Dhar came in that state to Nabi And then Rasulullah said to him, go to your tribe and go and present Islam to them. So he left Makkah, he went to Ghifar, he stayed with them and he presented Islam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused over a period of time for the whole tribe of Ghifar to become Muslim on the hand of this one man, Abu Dhar Ghifar. Meanwhile, Rasulullah made Hijrah to Medina. There was the Battle of Badr, Battle of Ahad and then the Battle of Khandaq. And after that, Abu Dhar Ghifar also he wanted to go to Madina, he could not go, but now he went. So he went and he stayed with Rasulullah Wasallam. While he was there one day, people kept running and they said there is a big dust cloud and it looks like an army is coming to attack Madina. So everyone got ready and they went to check and they said, what is this? And it was a tribe called Aslam. This complete, the whole tribe had come. And they said, why, why, what's the thing? They said, we have come to accept Islam. So when they came and they accepted Islam, Nabi Wasallam said, who gave you that? I said, no, we heard that the Ghifar have become Muslim. So we have to become Muslim. Ajit. Huh? <laughs> Aslam also were within court highway robbers. I mean, these, these were people who knew each other. So he said, no, how can, how can, we can't allow you to. They, they, they are, you know, they have done something good. We also. So the whole time. So imagine one man's dawa is two major tribes accepted Islam. And this is Abu Dhabi. He was a very strong man. He was a very, uh, uh, he was known also to be very uh, austere and very strict with himself. Inshallah, I think this won't finish today, so I'll do it tomorrow also. But just one incident today. As I told you, these three, four battles finished. Then Rasulullah was going for to Tabuk. And we know the whole battle of Tabuk and you know, the fundraising for it and so on. Now they left and went. And as they were going, they are going north now into the Najd in Tabuk. And Rasulullah himself is there, that's a Khazwa. Somebody said to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, asked, where is Abu Dhar? So somebody said, uh, maybe he is too involved with the dunya. So Rasulullah said, don't say things like this. And he kept quiet, he didn't say anything. And they continued. And Abu Dhar was not there with them. And around midday or something, severe heat. And they are in the desert. And they see way in the distance at the back, there is one single camel and a, and a rider. Miles behind. A little like a, like a spot somebody saw. So they say, yeah, Rasulullah, somebody is following us. Rasulullah said, maybe it is Abu Dhar. Evening came, they camped. 
and in the night abu dhar rifari comes carrying a camel saddle right he's guy so nabi sallallahu alaihi was very happy when he saw him because he was a, one of his favorite sahaba he said why are you carrying the camel saddle he said ya rasulullah this camel of mine is so he's so weak he's so slow he, he was not moving fast enough so i left the camel i took, I took the saddle can you imagine <laughs> this was abu dhar this was the kind of man he was he left the camel he took the saddle everything on his back and he came walking <laughs> he says, I'm sorry, I, it took me some time to get here. Right? Imagine this. <laughs> the kind of spirits, he's amazing man. Anyway, so I, let me let me uh, close with this one. And uh, inshallah, tomorrow we will, or oh, whenever my next, <laughs> my next, uh, we will talk more about this uh, amazing, subhanAllah, sahabi of Nabi Sallam. I tell you, some of these people, they are, they are, the reason for sharing all this is for the inspiration. Because, you know these are these are standards i mean i i cannot imagine that at least i, I speak for myself that I, that i will ever get anywhere close to that but at least there is we are looking at like a like a star to show the way right this is the way to go even if you don't reach there at least we are going in the right direction if you follow people like this who uh, loved allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who loved his rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and who for whom the akhirah was so real that the question of loving of the dunya did even the question did arise. I mean, forget about struggling with it and whatnot. Even the thought is, is not in their mind. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala to enable us to live by these examples, to use these examples in our lives, and to help us to uh, live Islam the way Islam is supposed to be lived. Mm-hmm.